Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Docs Sportscast today. So Laura and I are back. We're here to talk about some latest news, uh, some developments and things that we're seeing and uh, give some updates here. So we're going to talk about the NFL, NBA, and college sports in general, um, primarily focusing on basketball at this point but i mean it's it's the same thing when it comes to football when you're looking at the controversy here um before we jump into things we'll mention again we are official travel agents specialize in disney universal world caribbean carnival cruise line sandals resort um sea world you name it so feel free to reach out to us we'd love to help book your next set of magical memories here with your family um, or just a trip for yourself i'm considering doing one myself because uh, aurora is driving me bonkers lately um so yeah anyway uh we'll jump into today's discussion and uh first off we're gonna talk about um the the big the big news um with the nfl right now i mean obviously you have the nfl draft coming up we're gonna move to do that next week i'm talking about the nfl draft or maybe even the week after that uh just before draft time but we are going to discuss the brian flores situation okay so Two more coaches have come forward um, to join Brian Flores in the lawsuit against the NFL. Um, guys, I, I'm I'm getting sick of this. I really am. I'm getting sick of um, you know this situation and kind of where it's going. Not because I don't feel there's any um, validation. It's not. It's not because of anything like that. I mean, obviously, yes, there needs to be. Um, you know, you'd like to see more diversity among the coaches, but you know, it is what it is at this point, and you can't just flip a coin and have things change overnight. And I feel like people want that way too much in things going on um, in the world out there today. They just want flip a switch, have it fixed, and if that's not happening, they just want to whine and complain and and say that people are awful and these people need to be out of office and fire Roger Goodell and all this stuff and whatever. I'm not the biggest Roger Goodell fan. You guys should know that from listening to the podcast, but. Um, when it comes to the situation, I mean, nobody can come in there and change this overnight unless you force the owners to fire coaches and hire certain coaches, and that is discrimination within itself because now you're limiting, um, you know, Caucasian coaches in the league. So it, there, there's a lot of issues when it comes to this and the way people are viewing it. But the big thing I have an issue with right now is the situation that is arising from this. Okay, so Steve Wilkes and and Ray Horton have come along with. Brian Flores um, on this situation. Now, I, I don't really, I, I'm not really concerned about Steve Wilkes and Ray Horton. Like th- that doesn't matter to me. I mean, those those guys, um, you know, they might have just full uh, propositions. They might be rightfully so and justified in what they're coming forward with. Okay, um, and I don't have an issue with you know this the awareness of this being brought forward through this lawsuit. So you know, I I think it's it's okay it's it's an important thing that's going on is to make sure that the nfl understands the importance of this but in some of the revisions to the lawsuit after these two gentlemen have come on board again it has nothing to do with them but brian flores uh his attorney alleged uh in the amended complaint that the texans who newly is added to this lawsuit retaliated okay in quotations retaliated uh against brian flores by removing him from consideration for their head coaching vacancy. And I quote, due to his decision to file this action and speak publicly about systematic discrimination in the NFL. End quote. So if if you guys don't know the situation, you don't know what's going on, uh, Brian Flores is basically suing the NFL, 
you know, against uh, racial discrimination in the hiring process uh, for, um, you know, African-American coaches or, or coaches of any other um, descent, um, you know, gender, race, you know, whatever you want to say. And, um, you know, the thing is that there's situations that I see in his case that just have, they hold no water. Okay. And this one is absolutely absurd. Okay. Here's the thing that happened. Here's the situation. Let me tell you guys the situation in case you're not aware of it. So Brian Flores filed this lawsuit. Okay. He had the lawsuit going on. Um, he was fired from the Miami Dolphins head coaching position and was out looking for another job. He had interviewed with some teams, the Houston Texans being one of those. And when he had announced he filed this lawsuit, you know, the Texans had still interviewed him because because of the Rooney rule, teams have to interview, you know, various uh, minorities um, and, uh, you know, uh, different races, things like that. So the African-American um, population is one of those that's defined in that. And so they had interviewed Brian Flores and uh, Brian Flores feels that uh, the Houston Texans, because apparently he made it pretty high through the interview process, uh, was not hired because he was filing a lawsuit with the NFL, which to me, a couple things here. One, that's absolutely stupid that you can add this to the lawsuit because that has nothing to do with racial discrimination. You're sitting there saying that a team retaliated because a coach is filing a lawsuit against the NFL, which is the leading organization that that puts together this league that your team is a part of for the Houston Texans. So why in the heck is this a problem? Why 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 is if I was an organization and someone on my staff was suing the basically like the parent company in a way that my company's for, I wouldn't want them on my staff either. That's not good for business, okay? So it's stupid that their his attorney and um, the the legal team that's around this is is actually putting the Texans in this situation because of this issue this has nothing that has nothing to do with race and if you want to make it about race that's fine you can make it about race if you want you can make anything about race out there in the world today if you want okay if i sneeze in an elevator people can say oh well you're doing that because i'm a female and you're saying you're allergic to females in the elevator blah, blah, blah. whatever people can make up their own crap if they want this has no validity to it that there's anything racial about it because he was in the interview process they did not move forward with him, and even if it was because he had a lawsuit against the NFL, that has nothing to do with your race. That has everything to do with good business and the Texans understanding, hey, if we hire this guy, it might not be good for us because the NFL might not be very happy with us having a head coach on our team that is suing them. I don't understand the issue with that. I don't understand how you can tack that on to this lawsuit. Now, you know, in, in another situation, maybe he could sue separately for something. I don't know. I, I don't see any validity to sue anyone for this. Um, you know, I, I just I don't think that makes any sense um, that they can just tack this on. So it's, it's just getting ridiculous at this point um, that he, he's just trying to uh, have his name in the news. He's just trying to light a fire and, uh, you know, have the NFL look bad and, and have their name tarnished, I guess, in a way. Um, but it, it's not working for me. And if it's working for you guys at home, fine. But read between the lines here, look at the facts. And the facts are that he's trying to lump in something that clearly that, that, that there's been nothing brought 
forward that says that race was involved in this. Literally, the attorney saying why they added the Texans to the lawsuit. Literally, he's not saying there's anything racial about it. He's talking about the fact that there was a lawsuit against the NFL is why he wasn't hired. That has nothing to do with race. You flat out said that. So I just it's it's sickening to me. It's really frustrating to me, guys, the way that this is going. It's just becoming a a way of trying to bash and trying to come up with any reason that you can have your feelings hurt or be upset with the NFL at this point when it comes to um, Brian Flores. And that, and that's really frustrating to me. Um and, and, you know, it might not be 100% Brian Flores' fault. Obviously, these attorneys want to make money. These attorneys want to get more things out there, and they want to get paid more. And, you know, he's going to sell that, right? Attorneys are salespeople, okay? They'll go out there and tell you everything all day long. Well, you deserve this, and you deserve that, and this needs to be thrown in here, and this, 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 because it gives them more work, and it gives them more money at the end of the day. So maybe maybe his legal advisor, his attorney, is pushing this crap to him and saying that this is actually how you should do this, but there's no validity to this. So I don't understand why this should get lumped in. Why something that says you weren't hired because you have a legal matter over like basically a parent company of the, the, the organization that you're, you're trying to apply for, you have a legal situation going out against them. Uh, we didn't hire you because of that. You can't throw that into a lawsuit about racial discrimination. It just it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Go to any company out there, and if somebody is filing a lawsuit against that company in their interview, the interview process, they're, they're not going to get the job. I don't understand why you think this is, um, you know, something unique for you because you're an NFL coach and because you're a black NFL coach. Like this happens to people all the time. When you file a lawsuit against a company, you're probably not going to get the job or keep your job. Okay, that's just kind of how it goes in the world. Whatever. So I don't want to keep ranting on that, but just wanted to mention it because I haven't heard people talk about this. I mean, there's no validity to this coming out, and I hope somebody talks about this as how this is a completely different situation. This is there's no validity here. There's no there's nothing to talk about racial discrimination in that process, and I don't know why the Houston Texans were added to this. So that's my thoughts on that. Moving on, um, we are going to talk about. Let's get in the NBA standings real quick. Uh, we're going to talk about the NBA. Obviously, you guys know uh, we talked about the Lakers a lot and how the Lakers have been abysmal this year. And, you know, obviously they didn't make the playoffs. There's plenty of teams that didn't make the playoffs. So, you know, it's not, you know, a horrible job by them or whatever. Um, but you look at it, all the teams are locked in, at least who's going to get to go to postseason play at this point, um, you know, counting the play-in game. And, uh, you know, you could, so you got every team eliminated except for the teams that we know are going to end up going and, and playing games after the regular season ends. <clears throat> You look at the standings, it's very interesting. You know, the Heat, Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers uh, in that order are the top four seeds in the East. And in the West, you have the Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavericks. And arguably, the Grizzlies might have held the number one position over Phoenix. They might have been able to captivate that if their best player, John Morant, had been healthy coming up to the end of the season. He says he is close to being ready to go, so that will be good for the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm, I'm rooting for them. I want to see the Grizzlies do well. I've always enjoyed the Grizzlies. Um... But, uh, you know, that, that's a stacked conference over there in the West. I mean, you know, they're, they're going to have to go up against some really good teams. It looks like, um, you know, San Antonio Spurs squeaked in. Um, New Orleans Pelicans squeaked in uh, into the play-in game. Uh, Hornets, Hawks on the other side squeaked in the play-in game. The Nets have the same record as the Hawks. Here's the thing I'm going to tell you guys right now. Um, I, I don't understand why people want to sit there and talk about the Brooklyn Nets and think that they're still an amazing team. Look at their record, guys. It hasn't gotten better. 
Okay, since Kyrie was able to come back and play for the team, um, whether it's now every game or just away games the way it was, um, this team has dropped in the rankings. Uh, They went from being like one or two, uh, I believe. I can't remember. I talked about on a podcast in the past all the way down to AC. Now they have the same record as the Atlanta Hawks. They're below the Cleveland Cavaliers in the standings. Are you kidding me right now that people actually believe that they're in contention to win a title? It's just not going to happen, guys, and I don't understand why people want to sit there and rule out the regular season. There are some things you need to listen to when it comes to the regular season. How many times has an ace seed in the NBA went on to win a championship? It doesn't happen. So you guys got to understand there is some validity to the regular season and the story that is told, and people want to look past that because of the talent on the team. Talent doesn't win championships. Teams win championships, and that's proof Last year, when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks and what they did, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the only guy with legitimate superstar talent on that team. You've got some great other guys, some great role players that step up and play well. Brooke Lopez, amazing player. you got Drew Holiday. you got Chris Middleton. I mean, you got great players around him. Don't get me wrong. But that's a team that plays together, and they know their roles, and, and they, they just go out there and do their business, right? So um, I, I, I don't see the Brooklyn Nets winning. Uh, the championship. I don't see him having a chance to win the championship. And uh, for everybody out there that wants to talk about, you know, oh, Kyrie's a playmaker and he's going to change everything. And, you know, the Ben Simmons trade, the Ben Simmons trade hasn't done anything for them. It, it hasn't done anything. They're getting less from Ben Simmons than they were from James Harden. And that's hard to say because James Harden was basically not trying when he went out on the court. But uh, Ben Simmons isn't even on the court. So, you know, you guys need to calm down when it comes to all that stuff. Even if Ben Simmons comes back tomorrow and starts playing, this team has less chemistry than it did right now. And right now they're only an eight seed. So calm down. You know, Sixers, uh, I'm rooting on the East. In the East, I'm rooting for the Heat. Um, Sixers, I mean, I like the Bucks, but they won it last year. Let's let's share the love. Give, give it to somebody else. Um, I like the Celtics as well. Love the Bulls. Would love to see them make a run. But I don't, I don't know if they have the star power um, to get them there. I mean, yeah, DeMar DeRozan's playing amazing, but they – they need a star in the in in the interior um, to really help them. Um, besides Vucevic, they they need they need a guy at power forward that can be consistent, and they don't have that yet. So we'll see. Who knows? They might get some good matchups and and make a run. Um, and in the West, you know, I love the Suns. I want to see Chris Paul get get a title. Um, Memphis Grizzlies. Um, you know, the Warriors. I'm fine with the Warriors. Um, yeah, it's been a little while for them, so I'm okay with that. But I'd love to see the Mavericks. I'd love to see Luca have a chance out there. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we stand with that. But again, you know, you guys calm down when it comes to the, um, when it comes to the Brooklyn Nets, it just, just calm down. Seriously. Just one big name on the team. Oh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Oh, they're in contention to win a title. Seriously. Cause we got three of those guys in LA and they didn't even make the postseason. All right. Um, by the way, if I was the Lakers, I'd be looking at considering uh, actually trading Anthony Davis because he, he needs to go somewhere. He needs to go to a team that, you know, that has to rely on him and shows people, you know, how, how much he's not willing to put the effort in. Uh, he, he's no different than a Ben Simmons at this point. He You know, he's, he's hurt all the time or he's he's whining and complaining because he's getting beat up in the paint and he just doesn't want to try. I mean, come on, guys. It's ridiculous that, you know, these American-born players in, in, in the U.S. Um, go in the league with all this talent, all this ability, and then they just squander it. Then you got guys like Luka Doncic and Giannis Antetokounmpo running circles around these guys. Um, you know, Jokic out in Denver. I mean, those guys work their tail off to get to where they are and to become some of the best players in the league. 
these other guys just want to sit there on their loins and rely on their athletic ability and, uh, you know, sit there and be pampered on a court. Well, sorry, guys. People aren't going to just walk away and let you drop 30 points. It's just not going to happen. But that's what they expect. Anyway, last thing we'll talk about, and this is a really frustrating topic for me. I have mentioned this before. Um, it is the NCAA, um, basically the NCAA um, free agency, right, which is the transfer portal. It's free agency, guys. Let's call it what it is. The, the, these guys don't have to commit to anything. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the transfer portal is um, a it's basically just a way for guys to get out of their scholarship, uh, to get out of their commitment and go to another school. If that school wants to lend them a scholarship and gives them a chance to play. Um, so if a guy wants to whine and cry because he's not getting the play in time he wants, if a guy wants to complain because he doesn't like the, the scheme, the coach put together, if a guy wants to complain because he got embarrassed because they had a, a bad loss on national television and he doesn't want to get looked at in that light. Okay. He can go. He can leave and go to another place, and it's absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, I, I I don't I don't know. I don't understand um, what's up with these guys. I don't understand why the NCAA thinks that this is okay. It, it's horrible for the game. It's killing the game. Uh, you look at. Bryce Hopkins, okay, a guy from Kentucky, freshman from Kentucky this year. He's entering the transfer portal, okay. Um, Thursday morning, he entered the transfer portal, and um, he was ranked number 33 in the ESPN 100. Um, you know, so he, he was a pretty high-ranked player coming out of high school. And, um, you know, he didn't he didn't do all that much for UK. He, he wasn't a starter, came off the bench, that type of thing. And, uh, you know, because of that, I guess he got his feelings hurt. I guess he got his feelings hurt, guys. And uh, he wants to go somewhere else where he can, you know, probably get more playing time and, 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 you know, show what he can do. Well, I'm sorry that someone didn't put you on the court for one year as much as possible and, you know, give you uh, the chance to go to the NBA. I'm sorry about that. And that's basically what the, what's happening here. You know, these, these players come in, and just because they don't get the playing time they want, what happened to... Oh, you're not getting the playing time you want? Get in the gym and work harder. Outwork the guys above you. Put in the effort. Show me you deserve to start. Show me you deserve the playing time. What happened to hard work and effort? In college basketball, it was there. In the NBA, we've lost that for many years now when it comes to American players. Like I said, the foreign players are still working hard. But we've lost that in the NBA. College basketball preserved that. College football preserved that. And now, it's gone. You got guys who are starting quarterbacks for college football programs, and they still go in the transfer portal. Because maybe that scheme didn't give them a chance to put up enough throwing numbers to go to the NFL. Maybe they think if they go to a different conference that's more high scoring, they'll they'll do better. Maybe if they go to a conference that's not in the SEC, they can put up some big numbers and have a chance to get drafted. I'm tired of this, guys. You made a commitment. You accepted a scholarship to go to a school. Do you understand how many people across the country could benefit from a scholarship to go to school from an educational standpoint. I'm not even talking about athletics. 
that money, if you, if you want to sit there and transfer, fine. You're showing me that these guys, these players, these young men and women, okay? And I, I haven't seen the women do it. The women have been a lot better about it, and I appreciate that. In the women's sports, you don't see girls jumping schools every year. Girl, if a girl doesn't get the playing time she wants, she works her tail off and she gets she gets herself in a position to start the next year. And that that's due to determination and hard work, and that's how it's supposed to be. But for these young men in college sports nowadays, it's not about that. It's not about that. They're pampered, they're spooled, and they think, I need to get my time, I need to get my minutes, I need to get my points, and I need to go to the NBA as soon as possible. I'm sorry, but your scholarship was a... Is really frustrating, guys. There are plenty of people that I know that really could have used a scholarship. There's plenty of people I know that didn't get a scholarship. And it's hard. It's really hard to get scholarship. It's really hard to get a full ride. It's really hard to get one. And these guys that get scholarships that are in these transfer portals and crap, they don't have to pay for anything. They don't have to pay for their school. They don't have to pay for their tuition and stuff. Like, like, And they get their meals and stuff taken care of. Like, they are getting so pampered and spoiled. And they still want to transfer and, and think that they need better or deserve better or whatever. Guys, you made a commitment. And now you're going to squander and waste all this money that was given to you in a scholarship. It was given to you. That's basically money if you value education. Clearly they don't. But they clearly don't they clearly don't care about the opportunity to continue playing a sport they love. There's plenty of guys after high school, they don't have a chance to play competitively anymore, the sport they love. And you're just gonna squander that away from that school and that opportunity that you were given to go somewhere else. Where's the gratitude? Where's the humility? Like it's so frustrating. So, you know, nowadays, um, you've got guys that you know, college basketball that that play for four schools, even five. You only got four years eligibility, but somehow they end up finding a way to play for five different schools. You got guys across the country who end up getting to play for numerous different schools while they're in college because of this stupid transfer portal. You know? And it's it's frustrating. You were given a scholarship. You were given an opportunity. Okay? And there's no loyalty, clearly, to these programs. There's no loyalty. Unless they get you to go to the NFL and you can leave the school as soon as possible because of the opportunities they gave you, you're not loyal to them. Well, that that still means you're not loyal to them. Okay? It's um, It's becoming a big problem. A big problem um, and I think that college football and college basketball are both gonna suffer from it um, over time I think it's gonna get worse and, and really start to make an impact um, you know you you look at you look at what college football is about you know and, and I think people loved college football because they could they could see a guy for multiple years they could see a guy progress and get better for their program. And yes, that happens for the most part. It's not as bad as basketball. But in basketball, I mean, every year the team is completely different. The players on the team is completely different. You know, what happened to the years of Chuck Hayes and Gerald Fitch at Kentucky? You know, the years of Rajon Rondo going there and uh, Randolph Morris. Like, what happened to the years of those guys where you, 
you saw them make a run, you saw them do well, and then you're waiting for the next year to see those guys grow and develop and get better. No, I'm sorry, they made a run, so three of those guys are going to the NBA. Like, or they're transferring because they weren't happy with where they finished at the end of the year. Like, come on. This is absolutely stupid. It's it's ludicrous. Um, you know, to me, if you're going to give guys the chance to just back out of their commitment and, and not care about the decisions they make i mean what's going to happen when you go to the nfl that's why these guys are willing to hold out that's why they're willing to not do what is in their contract that they signed these guys are willing to go against a contract okay it doesn't matter i look at these guys malik willis and some of these guys going in the nfl you know in the nfl draft and you know, what happens if they go to the team they don't want what happens if they don't get the, the money they want because they were drafted lower than they expected are they going to hold out for in, in rookie year? We've had guys, you know, threaten that because they don't care. They don't care about the opportunity. They're not grateful. They're not humble. You know, we see all these stories. We see all these movies that Disney had where you've got, um, you know, guys that, um, <coughs> sorry, worked their way up and worked their way uh, into this Cinderella story. That doesn't happen anymore. You know, these guys leave high school with a huge head on their shoulders thinking that, you know, everything's about them. And quite frankly, they have a, they have a big head on their shoulders, but, you know, it weighs, it weighs as much as a balloon because there's, there's nothing in there. Because they clearly just don't understand how the world works. They're not responsible. Um, they, they, don't, they don't understand making commitment. They're, they're, not, um, they're not responsible with their decisions and their, their commitments that they make and their promises they make. Because when you, when you sign a scholarship, when you accept a scholarship, that's a commitment that you're making. That's a promise you're making. You know? and, and look at it. You see all these issues with um, you know, women and domestic violence and stuff in the NFL with players, and you see all these, these times of domestic issues coming out with NFL players and, and NBA players and things like that. And uh, you know, I'm just sitting there looking at it saying, what do you expect? If you're not willing to commit to a scholarship that's given to you, an opportunity given to you, and you make a commitment and say you're going to go for four years and do this. It's only four years. How do you expect a guy to go and uh, you know do his due diligence when he gets married? How do you expect a guy to be really committed to a relationship? I mean, that is what it is. You know, if I if I was if I was, if I was a girl and I was dating a guy who you know was a college athlete and you know he transferred three schools already and he's a junior, I'd be sitting there wondering like. Man, do you are you ever really committed to anything, or are you just you know moving on to the next thing that looks shiny for you? I mean, come on. So across the board, we're teaching these young men, and we're teaching the women. We're teaching the women this too, even though they haven't gone down that hole. But we were teaching these young men and women that look up to these people today that commitments mean nothing. Your word means nothing. Contracts mean nothing. You know, I'm tired of these holdouts every year i'm tired of the stupid transfer portal every year you make a commitment whether it's a scholarship to a school or contract to an organization you made a commitment my god can you just can you just fulfill the commitment you made i'm not even asking you to go above and beyond and and put in 110 percent and do the best that you that you can. I mean, obviously you should by making that commitment, but come on. 
just do the bare minimum at least stay at that school keep going you know it's it's a bit of a joke to me it's just a bit of a joke guys and it's becoming a huge huge issue um to me every year just in on the football side and the basketball side too many guys just enter transfer portal this guy enters transfer portal this guy enters transfer portal it's like it's like a carousel and you can't grow to love players you know you get you get an affinity for them and you like them and then all of a sudden they leave the program you're rooting for me it's just it's just ridiculous guys so um you know I i don't know what needs to get done i don't know what needs to happen but it's really frustrating at this point, you know, to see a guy that was a top prospect goes to UK, and just because he he rides the bench a little bit, he's uh, frustrated and wants to jump in the transfer portal. Like, I'm sorry, man, but you know, if I'm an NFL team, I, I don't want to look at you coming to my organization because you clearly don't care to put in hard work and time and effort. Okay, you're gonna end up with an Anthony Davis, and yeah, he looked good in his first four or five years in the league, and then what happens? He, he gets to be a lazy bum at this point, and he's not getting any better. He's just sitting on his laurels, and, and he, he's not going to progress and become a dominant superstar that he was projecting to be. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, some guys, you can rely on talent. You can rely on athleticism. And, and, and whatever, if you can, you can. But putting in the hard work and effort, man... I mean, look at LeBron. That's why he was so dominant for so many years. It's because he put in the hard work and the effort. And I feel like, you know, a lot of guys come in the league now and they think that, oh, I'm going to be the next LeBron. Well, do you really? Because that did require a lot of hard work on his end. You know, he developed a jump shot. He got better with his free throws. You know, and now he's well-rounded. It took him a little while, and yeah, he was a little pampered and spoiled when he first came in the league. But... You know, after that stint in Miami and when he came back to Cleveland, I think he started to mature a little bit and, and start putting in that hard work. So if you really want to be the next LeBron, you got to be willing to put in hard work and effort, man. People want to say, oh, I want to be the next LeBron James. And they sit there and say that because I want to get paid money. I want to go to the league and be the next dominant guy and get paid money because I'm a freak athlete. Okay, but if you don't put in the time and hard work and effort, that's not the that's not LeBron. That's that's Anthony Davis. And I don't see kids saying I want to be the next Anthony Davis. So yeah, anyway, we'll jump off. Um, don't want to keep ranting on. I know we ranted quite a bit, but uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Um, what do you think about the transfer portal? What do you think about all this change and stuff in the college athletics? Do you think it's killing it or not? Who knows? Um, We'll see. Hopefully they fix it. I, I, I hate to see it keep going the way it is. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week.